Welcome to a very special episode of V for Vaccination, where we get to hear firsthand John Thomas's story of battling both COVID-19 and cancer during the pandemic. So without further ado, here's John. Um, I got COVID first time about this time last year, and then I got it again in December, mid-December. Um, I was really, really sick both times. I was sick for a couple of months both times. With both cases, I, my physician wife called an ambulance to take me to the emergency room because she thought I was dying. I could not breathe. Um, I know it affects everybody differently, um, but those more than half a million deaths, some of which are young, healthy people, um, speak volumes. Um, it's a really serious illness. It affects everybody differently. You can't predict what it's going to do to you. Um, now, I did have a, a slight uh, confounding variable. I also was diagnosed early in last year with um, prostate cancer. Um, well, I got my diagnosis and then all the clinics shut down because of COVID, so I couldn't get treatment um, until the clinics opened back up. And then I got COVID, so I couldn't get treatment until both I got over COVID and the clinics opened back up. So I didn't get my surgery until July 1. Um, so that was a complicating factor. But um, it, is, it is a stunning thing. It, it's the sickest I've ever been. Um, it's like a combination of bronchitis and the most horrible flu. You're coughing, you can't breathe. You have chills and aches, fevers. Um, it, it, it's exhausting. So it's it's a really really significant illness. Um, if you can avoid it, it, and I guess more than this, one thing I learned: I'd never been sick before, really, in my life. No, no significant illness. I'm a, an exercise fanatic. Even though I was sick that much last year, in between bouts of COVID and surgery, I rode 4,200 miles on my bicycle. So I'm an exercise fanatic. And what I saw being sick the first time is it's it's so much harder on the caretakers than another person being taken care of. I mean, for my family, my son moved back from Brooklyn, was able to work uh, by distance, by Zoom, essentially, uh, to help my wife because I was sick and quarantined in one room of our house for two months. And um, it is just not something you wanna do, not just only to yourself, but you don't wanna do this to your family or your loved ones. So it's really serious, it's the real deal. Um, take it seriously. Get a vaccine. Do what you know, do what you can. The social distancing, all that stuff. Sure. Are there examples of people who wander down to Miami Beach and parade around next to people without a mask and don't get it? Yeah. Are there other examples of people do that and they die? Yes. Are there examples of people do that and they bring it home to their loved ones and the loved ones die? Yeah. Um, so, for the sake of your loved ones, even more than for the sake of you, I really urge people to look at that half a million plus people pushing. I think to it, six hundred thousand right now in the U.S. alone. Um, 3 million deaths worldwide from COVID. It's a really serious illness. Do what you can. And, and what we can do is not that hard, right? The free mask can stand a few feet away from your friends and then get a free vaccine. We don't even pay for the vaccine. It's free to everybody. So the, um, what we're being asked to do is so small in comparison to what we're trying to prevent. That's just obvious. So for the sake of the world, your loved ones, the future generations like you, Everybody out there, get a vaccine, please. Wow. Thank you so much for talking about that. I, I really feel like you put it in a perspective that a lot of people I don't think understand. And it's really good that you're able to speak about it. Well, thank you for giving me a platform where I can tell this. I, I, it's, a real, it's, it's a benefit. I really appreciate being able to share this. And you've given me a way to do that. So I really appreciate you doing that. Um, I appreciate the work that all young people are doing. You, 
Um, this is a really interesting project from a pedagogical standpoint, from an academic standpoint, from an intellectual standpoint, but also from a public service standpoint. So thank you for doing this. This is great. I really appreciate it. I just want to say you're so strong for having gone through COVID and also the cancer diagnosis. So, you know, we're really appreciative of your. Thank you. So my joke is I, I've had, I've had uh, two, I've had two bouts of COVID and two vaccines each shot. I'm now immortal. <laughs> Probably not. But anyway, um, I, I will say this, um, and it, this sounds kind of maudlin or it sounds, I guess, overly romantic. I'm really appreciative. I appreciate every breath I take. And I don't say that in a cliched way. You know, you look over that precipice of mortality and um, you get to pull back from it and live a full life. This is a good thing. And, you know, one of the reasons I'm going to continue to live a full life is one, we have incredible health care here in this country, although it, it costs way too much. And I could talk for hours about our insurance system, which is a nightmare and silly, and the nicest way to put it. Um, but we have great technology. And now we've got a free vaccine and it's uh, available to everybody. So uh, I'm feeling grateful. Thank you. Definitely. I guess just to follow up, just having experienced all of this, you know, what would you say to someone who thinks that COVID-19 doesn't exist? Um, I'll tell you this, come visit my neighborhood. There's a church on my corner that has a, 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 an artwork set up and they have 555 little red flags in the lawn for each million, uh, each 100,000 people die. We, what, we've had close to half a million, 555,000 people. They have these 555 little flags and it's, it's just devastating to look at that. Um, yeah, just look out at the, at the, the number of people who've died, the stories, you know, we have stories in our own community, right? I've got students whose um, parents or grandparents have died. I lost a member of my book club who was very early, this is back in, I think, March or April last year. She was in her 30s, 32, something like that, died of COVID, one of the very first deaths in Connecticut. Um, young, healthy woman in my very neighborhood book club. It just was a shock. And this is before I got COVID. And then it was even more of a shock, but it was just you know, it's like someone slamming you in the head with the hammer saying, this is real. You know, this is not some foreign thing that's people are making up. You don't make up a half a million deaths. So that's my pitch. Weird world though, right? People still won't believe it. Yeah. I know. Well, thank you again for being here today sure. and taking the time to speak with us. We really appreciate it. And also just getting to learn my pleasure. more about everything. Thank you. Oh, thanks for doing, thanks for doing this. Take care. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this special episode. For more information or to submit any questions for us, check out our website, vforvaccination.wordpress.com, and check us out on Instagram at vforvax. Thanks.